Welcome to Dailyish for Tuesday, February 9th. It's uh, minus two degrees, feels like minus nine, but this is the weather podcast. My parents just got back from um, Mexico today, brought some more warm weather with them, hopefully, which is a thing we say to each other and everybody said to us when we got back, but obviously it's not true because you can't really bring weather with you, so it's kind of silly. Anyway, this episode of Daily is brought to you by FeedPress. Feed.press slash Dailyish is where you can go. You know all about this. You can sign up and try FeedPress for 14 days, no contracts or commitments. If you've got a blog and maybe you want to add some podcasting to it, or maybe you just want to check out some powerful, intuitive RSS analytics for your blog, and then later you can add some podcasting to it with some amazing, easy-to-use podcast hosting. WordPress integration, if you use a WordPress blog, as some like 50% of the web does, WordPress blog with a WordPress plugin, straight into FeedPress, bingo, bango, Bob's your uncle. You got a podcast with some stats and hosting built right in. You can use promo code dailyish during checkout to get 10% off your first year of stuff hosting with FeedPress. My thanks to them for supporting dailyish and good stuff. And also su- supporters, thanks to supporters at Patreon, patreon.com slash iChris, who support me each month with a couple bucks up to... 20 bucks up to $6,000 a month, whatever. Nobody actually is doing that, but um, they could if they wanted to. And uh, you can too, patreon.com slash iChris, where you can go to check that out. Um, I've been, I'm recording this episode now at 10.41 p.m. at night. And uh, it's kind of interesting actually recording the episodes, this particular show anyways. I don't, often I do the U2 show at night and leading up to it, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't feel like talking. Like it's fun. I'm not like, it's not like it's going to be death, I think, but it's like, you know, you're just kind of tired at the end of the day and you feel like, I don't want to do this. But then you actually get into it and it's really fun. Lots of fun friends, people who I do that show with. But um, anyways, with this one, it's kind of interesting. It actually gives me a little bit more to talk about because it's like, here's what I did today. Instead of in the morning with this show, I'm kind of like, what should I talk about? Because I haven't experienced anything yet today, especially when I'm doing it every day like I am. So at any rate, um, today was the day that Firewatch, a game for Mac, PlayStation 4, and PC, Windows, came out. And it's a game partially developed by a Mac company called Panic Software, who I follow and use a lot of their software for development and FTP stuff. Anyways, um, somehow they got connected with a game development company, and so they're co-publishing it or something. I don't know how it all works. But anyways, the game is looks gorgeous and was really intrigued by it. It's kind of a story thing, and so I pre-ordered it on Steam, and it was available today at um, 11 or 12 or whatever. And so uh, for a lunch break, I just played through the first day, about half an hour, 45 minutes of the game. And uh, it's beautiful artwork kind of style to the game. It's set... I'm just going to read the bio because I don't know how to describe it. It's that in 1989, you're a guy named Henry who has retreated from your messy life to work as a fire lookout in the Wyoming wilderness. Your supervisor, a woman named Delilah, I missed that part, is available to you at all times over a small handheld radio and is your only contact with the world you've left behind. So it has a pretty intense storyline that starts you off and it's kind of from the, uh, what is that, first person perspective where your point of view the character's point of view and you control or similar to what like a you know those the run around shooting people kind of game is except this is more like wandering around the wilderness and um in beautifully drawn scenery and following sort of a rough storyline but you have control over how and where and when you go and i i've already gotten lost in the forest being unable to read the map and the compass so good start so um 
I put the link in the show notes to the game and to the trailer and to the uh, store page on Steam. It's still on a 10% discount as of today anyways. I don't know if that'll last. It was uh, sort of a pre-order discount. And so hoping to be able to play and uh, check out the game a bit more here in the, maybe this weekend or something. Um, and... Oh, and the other thing, I was trying to remember what else. Did. I knew there's something I had, and I forgot to make a note in my topics here. But um, I was explaining, introducing Sue to what Snapchat is. Like we we're just kind of sitting on the couch, you know, doing the little zone out on our phone thing. I was like, okay, let's just. I'm going to show you this thing because um, people, you know, they're talking about it. For some reason, it's come around again in the news. It seems like it's popular again. Sort of people are trying to figure it out. There's a really interesting article which I'll link to that uh, Jason Kotke over on kotke.org posted about how linked to anyways on BuzzFeed that how Snapchats are, or how teens are using Snapchat these days and uh, just kind of putting it in context. And um, I really appreciate what he sort of updated it with and how people are kind of like how this is, you know, because teens are using Snapchat this way, it's going to be the future and this is what teens are like or the future adults are like or whatever. But it's, he summarizes a great where he says adults probably cannot and will not use Snapchat like this, like the teenagers. We have different priorities. It's all about, for the teens, it's all about social status, something 13-year-olds carry very much about, perhaps more than anything. That app is my life, is not an exaggeration or an over-dramatization. But anyways, I hear a lot of adults, old fuddy-duddy types saying, I don't get it, I can't use it, it's too weird and it's not really that complicated. It's a little bit of a weird interface, but you got to get over that. And it's kind of just actually in a way, um, a pushback against the whole social media status thing in a way, in as much as I get like for the teen article or the article about the teens, it's definitely is a bit of priority or, um, social status stuff, but everything, all the photos, everything you post, video photos, et cetera, are disposable and don't last. And there's no link back to the photo that you posted earlier today or the, the hilarious video you did. Once you see it, it's gone more or less. And there isn't any sort of linking to it and popularity that comes as a result of it. It's kind of over the long term of, you know, telling a good story or t- posting lots of funny pictures or that kind of thing. I guess you might have some notoriety through it, but Nobody can go to your Snapchat profile and just see all your pictures and stuff that you've posted similar to like on Instagram or, or whatever. Um, so I'm not saying it's like um, changing anything really, except that it is, it feels a bit sort of post social media in a way where um, your f- amount of followers is irrelevant because the followers don't see each other's comments and things like that. There's no, you, you get sort of immediate feedback to the person you're talking to or, um, leaving a comment on, on uh, chatting back to on their photo or the video, but there isn't like a communal kind of thing where you would then see someone else's comment that they sent back to you and that kind of stuff. So, um, we had fun with it cause there's a lot of like goofy when you take a picture of yourself and add some funny filters and stuff to it. Um, you know, sort of video VR kind of stuff that makes it look like you're wearing a hat or wearing sunglasses or sh- changes your face and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and just having fun with it and being goofy. And that's kind of why I thought it'd be fun for uh, just within our family even to use it. Cause I know our kids will get a huge kick out of just sending like these goofy photos of themselves with all this weird kind of um, effects or whatever on top of the, the photos or the videos and just making each other laugh. That's kind of what I think of it as, and that's how we're going to use it. So um, I'll maybe put a link to my little Snapchat thing, whatever it's called. URL profile. I occasionally post photos or videos of myself when I'm editing podcasting and stuff and doing some of the 
web stuff that I do and things like that. So if that's interesting to you, follow it. If not, if Snapchat is weird and then foreign and what you want to just keep it that way, no big deal. You're not missing out on anything huge or great. It's just kind of a little bit of silly fun. So I think that's it for this episode. I'm going to go to bed and hopefully our kids let us sleep all through the night and uh, we'll be bright eyed and bushy tailed, which is a weird turn of phrase tomorrow. I got a lot of awesome topics suggested, sent in uh, through our, so the Patreon supporters have access if they want to a private Patreon only Slack channel. It's kind of like a chat room. And uh, in there, there's a dailyish channel in there. And Aaron Goodwin, host of the Three Guys, Three Questions show here on Good Stuff, sent me a bunch of topic ideas, which are great and will give me something to talk about in future episodes. So you can send in more chris at goodstuff.fm if you want or if you're a patreon supporter send me your email address that you want me to invite you to the slack channel that we use for patreon supporters and uh, if not you can also go support me on patreon and then you can become a part of the slack channel and do cool things like aaron did send me topics so have a good night have a good morning have a good sleep something else um that's it i think thanks for listening have a good day bye Oh,